Welcome back to the Park Life Podcast. It sounded like you did a hard stop. Sorry, I don't know if it glitched out or what, but I'm one of your hosts, Beth, and I'm hanging out here as always with... It's Greg. I think, like, to me, it sounded like you were just on a roller coaster and you were just going down the hill. Ooh, that was just me being <laughs> awkward. Hey, P.S., do you remember these? Um, is that a koosh ball? Who are you, Rosie koosh- O'Donnell? It's a koosh ball. Doug found his old, like, koosh ball with the thing. And he yeah. put it out there in the hallway, and I was like, you know, that can't stay there. Um, but no. I just was messing with it. So, Kushball, oh Kushball, what's going on? It's uh, been cold and rainy here. The sun finally oh, came no. out today. But when you were like, oh, I'm doing a photo shoot, I was like, well, it's really gross here, and I don't even want to be out <laughs> in public right now. So, yeah, we're uh, enjoying the already warm slash hot Florida weather here. Mm-hmm. It's been in the 80s for a couple of days, and I'm not complaining because I know that there are other areas of the country that are dealing with much worse. Yeah. Um you know, temperatures yeah. and stuff, but it's been, you know, hot. Texas, and, and man. We... We're, we're here for you, Texas people. I've been following all of like my Texas friends videos and stuff with the power outages and everything. It is wild. The whole like power grid system thing is wild. If you look into that. <laughs> yes. That's going to, I was going to say, and uh, Texas is our number two most listened to state or, you know, uh, we have the te- most well, listeners. It is a ginormous state. So, and everything's big bigger state. in Texas and listen, they also have coyote issues. Our buddy, um, some close friends of ours that live out there, He's just been videoing, like, from his – out of his front window, like, coyotes in the neighborhood running oh. by. Like, in a residential neighborhood. Just, like, Uh-oh. they're huge and they're walking around like they're just stray dogs. <laughs> Which, I mean, they are That's... technically stray dogs. But I'm like, hmm, okay. Mm-mm. Nope, Very I'd be running and be screaming like a girl. Snowstorms and coyotes. Oh, my I gosh. I guess it wouldn't be Texas without – no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, I did something for the first time today. Yeah. Tell me about I... it. Finally took a shower. No, I finally uh, went to a, a restaurant on the boardwalk over at the boardwalk resort. Boardwalk Inn, I think it's technically what it's called. Board? Uh, boardwalk? Big River Grill. Never been there before. Um, not Disney owned and operated. And it's, okay. you know, just a, it's like a gastropub kind of, if you will, you know. But never, I've never eaten there before. And we were hanging out with a friend, JT Mariah. We were uh, doing a little photo shoot for them as they are trying to get some engagement photos and stuff. And it's a beautiful backdrop over there. And you yeah. may remember Nicole and I got married right over there at the boardwalk. So, like, we were mm-hmm. trying to recreate some moments. Nicole's, and, like, trying to get um, in the photos. Like, me, me yeah. too. Like, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, honey, yep. step, please, please step aside. I'm trying to get some photos here. It, that always <laughs> reminds me of when Michael Scott tries to put his yeah. foot in the machine when Dwight's in like that. Anyway, so... Um, we were uh, we went to that restaurant today and we did outdoor dining and it's still that time of year when like you can still kind of eat outside and not sweat the entire time because yeah, it's the way it that out. the sun was mm-hmm. we were we were in the shade and uh, I got nothing fancy I got just a chicken sandwich but it was a chicken sandwich Swiss cheese guacamole ranch dressing tomato and uh, lettuce on a brioche bun and those are all like my favorite things. And yeah, guacamole was, and ranch. Was it garlic yes. ranch, though? You're like, could you guys no. go get some garlic ranch from uh, Deluxe Burger? That'd be real great. Love you. Yeah, just take a hop on your little Pargo and drive over there. But or you just pull, the thing you is, pull it out of your man purse. <laughs> Don't mind <laughs> it's me. It's a merce. So uh, they just reopened. I mean, t- we went today. They opened up yesterday. Oh, okay. So they didn't have everything on their menu. They didn't even have okay. French fries. They were serving chips <gasps> with everything. How dare That's they? what I said. Are you not like, one of those? Pick- okay. Are you like me? And when you see chips, you're like, oh. Like, even when I'm trying to eat healthy, I'm like, but I'm at a restaurant and it's like chips or you have to upcharge for fries. And I'm like, that's like asking me if I want to supersize it. And I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are some resorts here where the house-made chips, I think, are really good. Um, Mm. Saratoga Springs is one of them. The Grand Floridian, uh, the uh, Gasparilla Island Grill over there. I think they're really good. Back in the day, the Caribbean Beach had like these jerk chicken, jerk chicken, these like Caribbean jerk fries. What am I trying to say? These Caribbean jerk chips. And they have like that jerk seasoning. (laughs) But I think they call it jerk something. So um, they're really good. So those chips are like, oh, you know what? I actually really like these because it's a little bit different from just eating a plain old French fry, especially if it's the same like park fries where they're like kind of thin and like, you know, they're okay, but they're not like great. Not like deluxe fries or waffle fries yeah. or stick, you know, thick steak fries. But anyway, thick they didn't cup, have fries. Yeah. And uh, other than that, it was good. Like, so they, same thing. They take your temperature, all like the, you know, pandemic precautions are all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just was nice to eat at an, at an outdoor place and feel safe. And, you know, when you're traveling or eating with people you don't always hang out with and not in your quote bubble. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be safe and eat outdoors and, and stuff. And this so, wasn't like overall, a mobile order. This was like a sit down. And they it's a table service restaurant. Yeah. They okay. weren't, uh, you didn't need a reservation, but I don't, they weren't advertised as open. Like I went under the yeah. app. It was still displaying as closed. Yeah. They're trying to keep but it, was it open. quiet. So not everybody yes. runs. I am, uh, somebody, we were watching something and they were discussing about like, they are curious how they're going to do the opening for Ratatouille. 
Like if they're just going to kind of like open it up and not really tell anyone just because they don't want it to be this big thing where everybody gathers. So, well, I was thinking, so if you open up that attraction, cause you could do a soft opening, right? Like technically they soft open an entire land for Toy Story Land. They did it the night before it was like yeah. six o'clock and the park closed at eight, something like that. Yeah. And they just opened it up. But I think, I don't think they can do that for a ride. And it will only last that one day because it, it's just going to explode. Yeah. Once but the reason why hears. I don't think they will do that is I think they're going to, and I don't have any inside information, I, I assume based on Rise of the Resistance and the popularity of Mickey and Minnie's that there might be a virtual mm-hmm. queue, queue for Ratatouille. So I don't think you can soft open without doing a virtual queue. Yeah. Unless they soft open the virtual queue, if that makes sense. But like, are they going to have some kind of ceremony like they do with every, you know what I mean? It's like them, they're not able to really do a big ceremony like they do. We haven't had a big, like new attraction since Galaxy's Edge as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then, you know, because things are always like remodels or something. This is a, this is like our first new, and it would be cool to have like a guest there, even if it was Remy. Is there a Remy meet and greet here in America? I feel like I have, he's not one of the, characters you see in the parks like i haven't even you, seen him in like a yeah you know i'm like the um, worst person to ask about character meet and greets so i'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> i was I worth thinking out loud i don't think there is i feel like we would I don't have, think there is. we would know i feel like we would know yeah like so people maybe, would be all about maybe it it'll be a it'll be a remy sighting yeah i wouldn't be i mean i think it's kind of weird if they don't like if we don't have yes. one after it opens so should i don't should know happen. but apparently just the restrooms over there in that area is open right now they're letting yeah. people kind of walk over there just so they can see it but only the restrooms are open um yes so the so. restrooms at the morocco pavilion closed so they got those opened up sooner rather than later so that there is still with you know there's mm-hmm. restrooms within a, a normal proximity of, of where a guest would be in the france area gotcha well they're pretty small the uh, men's room had i think maybe three urinals in it and two stalls give or take oh, okay. if, if i remember correctly yeah there's just a ton of bathrooms over there anyway so it's like they don't need to be they don't need to have huge bathrooms and all of the no and really like, you're lanes. not going to be back there unless you're going back there i'm guessing that the table service uh restaurant is gonna have bathrooms inside so it's not like you know you're gonna have to mm-hmm. run out of the bathroom to go on those things right. uh, but overall i think we enjoyed our little lunch over on the boardwalk plus it's nice to like hang out on the boardwalk because it's so beautiful there and yeah. uh you know we're just outside hanging out looking at the different views of crescent lake and i would recommend we had a we had a pretty good time um jt and mariah got the nachos they looked good i didn't they didn't partake but they did look pretty good and jt got a burger that i think was good because I, I didn't hear any complaints i'm surprised you didn't get a burger to like test it out i was i was feeling like eating lighter so i ate chicken and cheese and guac and ranch and a big bun yeah yeah right (laughs) you're like all the other things and chips not fries (laughs) chips i was dunking the chips in the ranch oh my goodness so uh later this week if you missed it on our instagram it is time to register for our disney trivia night number two there are a few and i do mean a few slots left open so if you're Mm -hmm. looking to play now would be a good time to head over to that parklifepodcast.com and take a look and register it's this friday yes. at 8 30 our theme is epcot theme is epcot theme is epcot and uh we've got our little pin this is a figment pin that we're giving away it's epcot and it says let your imagination soar oh and i do want to follow up speaking of epcot i do want to follow up on the uh pictures you sent me of in sync that are still at the yes legacy law lo- the legacy walls yes what is it leave a legacy leave a, leave legacy. a legacy they're still there right on top still of their, there like, i posted up. I posted a TikTok about it, and I posted an Instagram okay. Reels about it. So if you are curious about what that looks like, just head out to our Instagram at that Park Life Podcast, and you'll see it. Did you echo it with like "bye bye"? <laughs> it was. There is a, a bed of in sync playing in the background. Oh, yes, good. Because with TikTok, it's one Perfect. of the songs I was able to choose. You're I ever wanted. <laughs> Let's just go through all of um, our favorite. What's your favorite in sync song? Go. Uh, I don't think I have one. So we have a, a cool topic coming up. We're yeah. going to talk about some things we want Disney to keep post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I also came across via my wife, Nicole, something interesting about Donald Duck that I'm going to share. A little Greg knows something, now you will too, or whatever that old segment is that I used yes. to say. Greg learned something, and you, now, now you, you will, will also too. be unto you as you are unto others.com. Okay, whatever that mm-hmm. thing was called. And, uh, and our normal news and stuff coming your way. But first... Let's talk about uh, some things we wish Walt Disney World keeps post-pandemic. Yes. So after COVID has, well, I don't know if it's ever going to go because they say this might be like the flu and we have to get annual shots and stuff, but whatever. Like right. when we're started to return to a more Things uh, that we hope are not reversed. To. Yes. Once, once, we get, once we hit our new normal, things that we hope are not reversed. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. 
And I think, at least for, for me, I can't speak for you, but some of these are going to be wishful thinking because I know mm -hmm. that, you know, I would love it if they had 35% capacity forever, but yeah. I know that it's unrealistic. Yep. Also, yep. I would like to get a job there. So please increase the capacity <laughs> so you can hire more people. Um, and some other things that I think, you know, probably are going to go back to the way they were. But I think there's some other good ones that I'm really, really, really hoping because I feel like they've enhanced my park experience and mm -hmm. I, I'm just looking forward to a future that includes some of these things. So do you want to get us started? What's first sure. on your list? All right. The first thing on my list I have is social distancing in the lines. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. They're probably not going to go. I don't know. I don't know if they'll reverse this or not, but um, when we did spend those couple days actually in Universal, um, you know, park who should not be named. Yeah. It was super nice. Like, it's just really nice when you're in a line and you don't have people crowding you. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. Um, and like everybody's on board with it, right? Because everyone, I was like, you you kind of get the stink eye if you're the one not yes. actually paying attention and doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it, I don't know. It was just really nice to not have to worry about people breathing down your neck and like tugging on you or kids kicking you accidentally oh or yes. whatever it is. So, I mean, I I'm think... just, I'm like secretly hoping that that's good. I mean, yeah, I'm secretly hoping that too. I think, um, in the future, I think we may see a reduced distance. So maybe it'll be like three feet apart as like three vaccines feet? roll out and even just like. I mean, I'll just... take three feet. I will take two yes. feet. If people just stay off me. Yes. I will if take there it. are just designated spots to stand, even if they are like yeah. actually one and a half feet apart, just like I like, I think I've developed this um, need for structure and organization at theme parks because of how we've gotten mm -hmm. it these past like yeah. seven or eight months, whatever yeah. it is. So I, I've been I've been like enjoying it. So you're right. I really hope some type of line like control continues. Yeah. Hoping I mean, like crossing my fingers about it. And a lot of the line queues are long enough. It seems like that you can do that. At least some. Yeah. Now that de that depends on park capacity, of course. But man, it would just be really nice because I'm like, yes, figured it out this far. Why can't we continue yeah. to kind of do that? Now, but, some I mean, of the things working against our, our hopes and dreams that are basically going to be the reasons why they're crushed is, mm -hmm. as an example, the Peter Pan line queue goes into yeah. Columbia Harbor House. And we noticed in Magic Kingdom right. the other day, um, the line for Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin goes into the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Like, they're using that queue for the line. And when you think about okay. that way, you're like, oh, well, shoot. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do that for both well, attractions. Well, I mean, it kind of leads into another one of my – I mean, I ha I didn't really like – I don't think I even put this on here, but I hope they bring back fast pass. Like I know you're okay. kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. I hope they bring that back and that will help with some of that is what I'm hoping. Okay. Let's talk about fast passes later. Okay. That's in my, that's in my on the fence uh, okay. category Section. of things. Cause I have some okay. thoughts. Um, I definitely agree yeah. with your separation of some kind. Sometimes I feel like overall way to categorize that would be like crowd control enhancements, mm -hmm. right? Like I feel yeah. like that's a cool, that's a cool thing. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't, I didn't even write that one down on my list. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, I think my number one, oh, if I had to pick, mm. I think my number one thing I would like to keep is the cavalcades. And I'm going to say cavalcades instead of full parades. And before mm. you guys drive off the road listening to this, yeah. um, I'm not going to include this in party nights. So Christmas and Halloween parties, I think those should be full on parades because those yeah. already have reduced capacity um, nights anyway. By the way, to put it into perspective for you right now, the capacity of Magic Kingdom is about 35% and Magic yeah. Kingdom can technically hold about 90,000 people, which by the way is completely absurd. It is. So if you figure 35% is about one third, so 30,000 people is their max right now, that's the max capacity, generally speaking, for the uh, not so scary Halloween parties as you approach Halloween night. I think they're around 31,000 is their cap, which by the way is a little too much. So yeah, if you've ever been at is. a Halloween party and you thought like, man, this is crowded, that's like what it is when it well, hits capacity. That's like what these everybody's days. doing. They're all doing the same thing. All it's doing not the same like thing, everyone's yeah. spread out amongst the park. Like some people yes. are, but most people are doing the big things that they are yes. doing. And when showing, you're standing but... around waiting for a parade, you can feel like there are 30,000 people there. Yes. But now, our version of 30,000 for cavalcades and stuff, it's just so nice not yeah. to have to line up and like carve out a chunk of your day to dedicate to a parade. And yeah. I know if you have kids that you're going to want to make sure you see the parade, you know, it's, I think the benefit to having a designated time is, you know, you could see it if you were around mm -hmm. this time. But the problem with me as a guest is a couple of things with that. 
And for the longest time, it was at three o'clock. It would move to two. But whether it's two or three o'clock Festival of Fantasy in Magic Kingdom, it's the hottest part of the day. Mm-hmm. Without like without question, it is so so freaking hot. Yeah. And then now with these cavalcades that go all day long, even in the summer when it's still hot at ten a.m., it's a lot less hot than it is at three o'clock. So yeah. you get to like see a parade, even if it's just one float. Um, they do. I still feel like they do such a great job on the floats themselves. The characters are like super animated and stuff. And um, as a park guest, before we moved here as a regular vacationer, um, our thing was we would always go to the park for open and leave at like, I don't know, 12 or 1 o'clock, like right when it was just plain too hot, and then mm-hmm. come back at like 5 or 6. That's obviously when the parks are open till 11 yeah. or 12. When they're open till 6 o'clock, you can't go back at 6. But you get my yeah. point. So when we did that, we would never see the parade because we would just be right, back at the resort, gone. either like taking a nap or out in the pool or, you know, whatever. So with the parades, you kind of you kind of get around that, and you can yeah. see a little bit of everything just throughout your day. I just think it's so nice. It's cool to like pop out of a ride, and you're like walking to your next destination. Like, hold on, you got to wait because Mickey and Minnie right. are driving by on their float. Like, that's to me, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I okay. So originally, my thought process was I want to keep the parades and okay. have cavalcades of rare characters only. So oh. characters that are not in parades, characters that yeah. you're not going to see like anywhere else. Um, I think it'd be cool to do cavalcades of rare characters, but I do realize that that means that there has to be a lot more of closing down the streets and coordinating. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could be tough, but I was it like, cause I really love, I really love some of the parades. Um, I haven't been there for cavalcades, so I don't really know, but I yeah. can see, I definitely see the value in them, but I'm like, I would love to do cavalcades, but I have just have them just be rare characters that like you don't get all the time yeah i like that like how for the villains after hours events they let maleficent you know the big dragon float not really a float yeah. obviously but i mean there's the so many there's so many that you could do and even if you only do like two or three of them in a day i still think that leaves like because then you're gonna probably have more people that are not gonna do parades because they're like oh well, we saw some cavalcades that's good enough for yeah, us we're good yep um, and you're also going to still have parades, like for the people that really do still want it to do that. Yeah. You know, so I don't and know. I just feel like that'd cause... be the best of both worlds, but I don't think that like in a perfect world, that's how it would be, but I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I don't, I, don't, I want it to. This is, yeah. So I know that Disney does a lot for, um, a lot of the decisions revolve around crowd control, different mm-hmm. from what we were talking about, but more like the flow of where crowds are. So if you know at two o'clock, there's going to be X number of people lined up on main street through Frontierland for the um, parade, you know they're not going to be in the other areas. So I feel like they probably count on those things. So I don't know what they're doing, but maybe they're just changing their mindset and they don't need to count on those things because they they just figured out something else. I don't know. Again, I can't imagine being in any of their board meetings where they're having to make these decisions. My mind would be like exploding because I'm sure they just keep going back and forth with all this stuff. And it's like, well, someone's got to make a decision, right? Um, I don't know if I told you right before my separation date with Disney, they did post a position for the vice president of Walt Disney world. And you were like, and I, you know what? I'm still waiting to hear a call back on that. The fact that that was just like posted on there too. I'm like, seriously, y'all have someone like within that you're already talking to about this. I think that that, well, that was an internal posting that was not posted to the public. Um, right. Well, that's what I mean. Like still for internal. I think that might be one of those things where it has to get posted. Like legally, like it has to might, be posted. They might they already, already have. have someone because yeah, for and the I'm other like, things, who got they that don't. Job? <laughs> it's appointed. Maybe it's because it's vice. I'm wondering if some board somewhere. I don't know. I don't really know much about. Who knows? Um, yeah, they don't. They don't let me in on those conversations for yeah. some reason. Uh, they should. Okay, are you ready for my next one? Yeah. Okay, the next one that I have is I think they should have the hand hand sanitizing stations everywhere. Yes. I think that would be really nice if they because yes. do they still have them or no? Okay. I think it'd be nice yeah. if those stuck around. Like, I realize it's going to cost a lot more money in hand sanitizer. But honestly, um, I know that they, like, probably won't do this anymore. But when we were at Universal, they make you hand sanitize before the mm-hmm. rides. Like, they literally yes. spray it in your hand before you can step on the ride. And I, we actually enjoyed that. Because I'm like, because you know, everybody's being forced to do it. Mm-hmm. So everyone's hands have been sanitized, like, before they get on the ride. That Which doesn't mean, like, you're completely whatever. But it is a little bit yes. more sanitary, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I do like it. And it's nice because they have the little, they have the pumps when you get off the ride too. So like as soon as you get off the ride, there's like two or three spots where you can hit the hand sanitizer pump to sanitize your hands again. Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. At the end of, I don't think I've been on an attraction at Disney that doesn't have that, if not multiple, um, especially attractions like Toy Story Mania or yeah. um, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, where you're just, it's a handsy ride to begin with. Mm -hmm. They have multiple um, sanitizers on the way out. I, th I hope those stay, at least for those yeah. like high touch attractions. Yeah. And even in um, the queue for the Winnie, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, where you touch the big honey screen yeah. or the kids play with like those doctor office toys, yep. if you know what I'm talking about, you know, like yes. out there. Yes. Um, all of that, like that, that should stay. I hope that stays because otherwise yeah. we were bringing our own and like it's gross out. Yeah. People are gross. You see yeah. people, they're gross. Well, you, I mean, you just can't trust everyone to actually use it. So no. No, at, this, no, no. at least this way, I kind of like that they're forcing everybody to do that. Yeah. That is, it's, it's, I do think it's a benefit and I kind of wish that they were doing it, but what are you going to yeah. do? We'll um, next on my list is the mobile order situation. So they're probably happy that they kind of came up with the mobile order right before yeah. the pandemic because everything yeah. was kind of in place. But yeah. the thing that I hope stays is the requirement to have placed your mobile order. And, and I think people are not going to agree with me on this. So hear me out. And um, that they continue doing what they're doing now, which is your food has to be ready before you go in the restaurant. Right. So right. I do like that. As, as a frequent patron of Cosmic Rays, which I think everyone knows, I mean, the room that I'm sitting in is a paint color called Cosmic Rays. has nothing to do with Disney, just a coincidence. But anyway, big fan, right? So um, I have eaten there plenty of times, and there have been times when you just can't find a seat. And I'm not saying that my need to sit is more important than anyone else's. You do look around and you see those people aren't eating. Those people aren't even eating. They brought in their own food, and people are entitled to yeah. do that because they might have food allergies or they don't want to spend the money. Right. But when you look around and you're like, well, there are so many people I can see who are not doing anything and I have food in my hand, I would like to sit down and eat. That's been uh, basically eliminated with this. So right. yes, they'll still let you in if you have to use the restroom depending on, on time of day and crowd level. And um, they do sometimes allow you to have to, if you have to pay in cash. And again, this is actually sometimes there are days when they say it's digital only. You're welcome to go to this place if you only have cash okay. or go to guest relations, pay cash to buy a gift card. Or to, a, or to a gift shop. and then, So right. it's like, it is what it is. But anyway, so um, I really like the being able to, the ease of which you can find a place to sit in these quick service places. Because mm -hmm. it's, I know you've been there on crowded days. Yeah. It gets crazy yeah. in there. And I know they're not going to keep the social distance tables, which is fine. Um, like I get it, you know, once we are able to be in more close proximity, they're going to open up every table inside. Um, but this, this, like keeping control of who's inside thing, I like. I yeah. am not going to lie or, uh, you know, I'm not foolish here. There are some cons to that. If it's raining and you just want to run inside, you can't. Right. Um, or if you just want to get a cup of water, you can, by the way, you can still get a cup of water. You have to ask them. And a lot of times they'll direct you to a counter. Some restaurants actually keep trays of water at like we would call like the check-in station, which is yeah. where you show them that your food order is ready. I know at the back lot, a couple of times I've been there the last maybe month and a half, they keep like trays of water already done so they don't have to you don't have to go yeah. in they can just give it to you right there which is actually better than having to go in because you I just know. get it right there in your hands unless it's raining and so, you're just trying to get inside and you're like dang it yes that's the downside <laughs> and honestly that's that's the downside for every place right now because you can't just walk into a gift shop at all mm -hmm. times of the day sometimes there's a line for the emporium at the end of the day there's a line that goes past casey's it just it just wow. is what it is because of the social yeah. distancing but i really love the requirement of mobile orders I just I just like the the control of it and it, it just you can find a table so much easier. And I don't know if you remember the days that weren't that long ago of being a sardine online to order your food. Yes. So it would be like that situation where you're jammed up in there, you're trying out so you finally get to the front, you've already ordered your food, and you go to pick up like your tray and you turn around and there's just a sea of people and you have yeah. to like like, hello, oh guys, gosh, I'm holding, like, 17 sodas on this just, tray. I need to get out. Everyone's just staring at you, and you're like, like could Bleh. you move? Like, you have to be <laughs> yes. rude, basically, because you're like, this is the no-brainer, everyone. You have to move, yeah, like, or I can't move. Yes. Ugh. So it's a little more organized. They, like, everything is labeled right now where you can go pick it up. And I, I feel like of the ones on my list, I think this might actually stay as is within yeah. reason. Um, so I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that it stays because it just, it just also, streamlines my experience. Do they also have... Uh, doors designated like this is only an indoor this is only an outdoor because I, I mean I feel like uh, it hasn't always been that way but that's kind of nice 
Yes and no. So generally speaking at Disney, yes, especially in the gift shops, there are like clearly designated entrances and exits. Yeah. Especially when it's restaurants, busy. restaurants, like restaurants. But with quick service, yes. As an example, because I'm talking about Cosmic Rays, you can go in only in two of the doors on each side okay. and one of them looks like you can, but there's, there's someone standing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. For restaurants, for the most part, yes, especially because they have to check to make sure you're your thing is ready right um and as a side note for gift shops and stuff it depends so like emporium is a yes but if you go deeper into the park it's a little less of that because they're just not as popular and on like in hollywood studios for example the gift shops i notice on the left always have lines or at least always have a designated in and out but the ones on the right don't so i guess the ones on the left like the mickeys of hollywood is more popular than the celebrity five yeah. of dime i don't know maybe it's just i guess i don't know what the difference is maybe there's they more don't like want to have to like apparel. pay an extra person to stand there if they don't have to like to well they don't need the... it though like it's not as crowded it's it's yeah. out of necessity that they're yeah. that they're putting more people in or more mm-hmm. more cast in the mickeys of hollywood yeah. so yeah designated entrances and exits i think i like that too yeah i do I, nice. it does it keeps a little bit well, more because you know you like just, you're yeah you have to just do more to like corral people to where they're supposed to be i mean we're all just a bunch of sheep. We are just a bunch of cows. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, Doug will do that. Sometimes when it's like when we're in a crowd, you know, like when you get in a real crowded streets, like after a parade or something, he'll just start mooing. <laughs> 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 and we're like, yep, that's pretty much what it feels like. That's pretty much what it is. We all put oh, a bell around our, our necks. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I had mobile order for some places on my list too. I just think that that's nice that they can do that. I mean, I... Mm. My only concern there would be to make sure they have like all their options listed. Um, Cause That's you know, a we kind of had, we kind of had that bad experience at deluxe burger. Um, you know, um, order, but yeah, I will, you know what, now that you say that, I forgot that I put that on my cons list for that is I do wish that they continue to offer more customization of your meal because yeah. you can like on a burger, you can say no tomato, no lettuce or whatever, but there used right. to be um, an option when you're ordering a meal at a quick service to get no side at all. So like I used to get the chicken yeah. nuggets and get no side and it would be like seven ninety nine because I just wasn't eating the French fries. So now yeah. if I were to get the nuggets, I and I'm trying not to eat super unhealthy, I'll get one of the other sides. But the other sides sometimes are two mandarin oranges. Yeah. So I know in my head I'm paying two dollars for those two mandarin oranges, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So then like I'll get them because I'm trying not to eat the fries and I feel ripped off. So I, I hope that they could do more like that. Uh, on a plus though for mobile ordering. Um, they've really streamlined the ability to order allergy items on the okay, mobile order, good. whereas before you had to speak to somebody. Yeah. Obviously, if you want to ensure, if you don't feel comfortable not speaking to someone, you can. But now, mm-hmm. especially in the parks, and I notice it's increasing at the resorts, um, including Deluxe Burger as an example, because for a while you couldn't do an allergy item, an right. allergy menu order without speaking to someone. But now you can, and they will serve it to you by a coordinator, so it's not going to be a regular cast member. They're still trying to keep that like extra level of um, certainty that they're giving you the correct food order. So that is nice as someone, you know, Nicole has her gluten allergy. It is nice to not have to like feel like you're a burden and wait to speak because it always takes longer, right? So you just do a boom on the app like a a, quote regular person. So that part's nice. They also updated it finally where they add, like you can add your actual Disney gift card because that was something we kept running into with mobile ordering in the parks. We were like... Well, we want to not like we couldn't use our Disney gift card, and that's what we would put all of our money on to spend yeah. in the parks, so that we wouldn't have to use our credit cards. But so it was like, well, we can't do mobile order because they don't take Disney gift cards, but they do yes. now. So that's nice. It was that a big deal. They did that. that. And yeah. then I think I think once the meal plan comes back, I believe you can use your meal plan credits for for okay. on the app. I'm pretty sure it gets deducted out of your account. Oh, yeah, I be think nice. that happened right before everything stopped with the meal plans. Yeah. Um, whose turn is it? I don't even know. I think it's mine, maybe. Okay, I'm just sure. going to go with this next one. We talked about this. It's, you know, pipe dreams, but lower part capacity would be really nice. Okay. Yes, it certainly would. <laughs> I mean, anything lower. Anything lower than what you guys can max out at would be really nice. I know it'll be it'll feel different when everything's back open. I think it's yeah. just been a little bit harder because some people have said they're like, it feels really crowded. I saw someone in one of my groups uh, two days ago that was like, I'm an annual pass holder. I couldn't get into any park today. Um, and people have been talking about how it has felt crowded, um, when they've been in certain parks, I'm sure that will all subside once they open other things back mm-hmm. up, like more restaurants and attractions yes. and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, obviously those are just like wishes that I have. <laughs> um, I will say that 
if you're an annual pass holder and you're concerned about that instance that you said your friend experienced where they, quote, can't get into any park mm-hmm. today, I will tell you that stay on it because it's not a surprise. So yeah. I, I'm like a curious person. So I have an open tab on my phone constantly in my Google Chrome of the availability of all three categories because I'm just like trying to see what's going on with some trends. Yeah. Are. And yeah. typically Hollywood Studios goes first, right? That's the park that's booked the most first yeah. with the exception of Magic Kingdom on October 1st, which is already booked and I forgot to book mine and now I can't go, but I'm not. So they better increase capacity because <laughs> Greg's going. So um, anyway, I even have a resort reservation. I went the, so far as to book a resort because I, res- I just used my points and yeah. I forgot to um, reserve the day oh. and it's too late now. So it's full. So they better increase oh, capacity because I'm going. Anyway, so I booked that resort at the 11th, so with DVC, you can book your resort 11 months out. I did it on the day. It's like an idiot. I forgot to, anyway, whatever. Yeah. So um, I will say that it doesn't happen by surprise, and you really have to pay attention to the days that you're looking at. As an example, uh, the weekend of President's Day, all four parks are booked for all categories, but it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, me as a local, I try not to go on those days anyway because it would be crowded now. It would be crowded even post-pandemic or pre-pandemic, right? I don't want you to be worried out there if you have an annual pass. Like, oh, my God, I can't get in. Chances are you can get in and you can start to see a trend. If you notice, if Hollywood's booked, then book a park because that means it's it's trending towards being full. Right. Um, And and chances are you're going to get the other parks. Yes. Well, and it's park hopping too. So once you've gotten that first one, then you can go to Hollywood later if you want so yes as of two o'clock that day yeah yeah all right what's your next one um i'm gonna say the character pop-ups at the parks and the resorts so i really value the parades whether it's parades or cavalcades and don't get me wrong i am not suggesting to remove designated or uh dedicated character Character meet and greets like town square mickey is like awesome right i'm not i would never suggest get rid of that because it's really cool to get the one-on-one the pictures you want the interactions however just like roaming around the parks and then there's the country bears hanging out Mm -hmm. up above their attraction or the uh characters on the it's up in the train station now i know it's easy to do that right now because the train's not open but i'm sure they can figure it out when it's open up and it's not just the fab five that are out there you get the winnie the pooh and friends and some others, depending on the season, well, I guess maybe before they eliminated like 90% of the entertainment cast back when they have a bunch more yeah. uh, characters up there in the earlier yeah. parts of the pandemic. But I, I just think it's fun and it's a nice way to get a little character interaction without having to, I'm not going to say wait for a cavalcade, but you know, yeah. like just, you're not really or standing around meet, waiting. Wait in line for a meet yeah. and greet. Or on like the way out fast, is nice. Use a fast yes. pass for a meet and greet. or Yeah. And like Joy running around the grass in the imagine by the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot and yeah. Winnie the Pooh with his bee keeper with his like butterfly net out yeah. there. Like those are like fun things that I feel like should have always been happening because yeah. that's just like a little bit of the Disney magic coming out and being a part of. And they don't have to worry about crowds there because Joy, as an example, right. Joy and Winnie the Pooh are running out on a field. They're not going to get mobbed. She's just hanging out. People. And you can't get close yeah, to them. Yeah, they're just like. It is wild. Like, so we've been, um, you know, I've been taking all these home videos and converting them to digital files and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so Doug and them, they have a lot more Disney videos than we had. But it's just weird to, like, go back and watch some of those videos where there's just characters walking around. Because that's, like, yeah. how it was. That's just, what like, what it was like for such a long that time. And now it's, like, weird. To be like, oh, yes. yeah, they're just kind of walking around and you can just walk up to them and ask for their autograph. And that's like, that's it. And it wasn't weird and everybody was nice. Yes. But now people you couldn't pushing. do that. Yeah, because people would be like shooting each other over it. So <laughs> it's a, a fight breaks out on Main Street to get I to mean, the to get to the seriously. Um, and I do want to mention the resorts because I don't know if you've seen if anyone has either seen in person or seen photos of the big truck or like the big van or the big bus that's been driving around property called caravanning around the world. I got a picture of one when oh. I was at the contemporary so i'll post it on our instagram okay. if you're curious what i'm talking about so it's a let's call it a van or a big bus yeah. that um, brings characters from the parks to the resorts okay. so if you've seen people posting photos of characters like hanging out in the lobby or on the ledges of like you know the balconies overlooking certain areas in the resorts they're being transported by this like awesome colorful uh bus and that is really something I really only saw when it was like really bad weather. Like I just remember there was like once or twice we were at the Wilderness Lodge. This might have been actually it was when the parks closed early for hurricane whatever. I know there's been a, yeah. a more than a handful over the past couple of years. But over the course of the last couple of years since I've lived here, they've had to close the parks early a small handful mm-hmm. of times. 
And I remember on those days there would be characters at the resorts because obviously parks are closed. Characters right. still want to see their friends, right? So they, they come out. So I would love for that to happen all of the time. Yeah. You're paying a lot of money to stay at some of those resorts, especially the, the deluxe. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Values are still expensive. But yeah. you're talking five. We As we've been covering in our Disney Resort rundowns, contemporary Polynesian, well over $500 a night mm-hmm. minimum, right? To stay there. So I think that's so cool. And yeah. we saw the, the van roll up or the bus roll up at the contemporary the other day, but we couldn't find the characters. But we know they're there somewhere. Yeah. So I You're hope like, oh, that, that snap, stays. they're here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it doesn't have to be Mickey Minnie. It could be some random, it yeah. could be like Brother John or whatever, like, you know, that no one really care about, cares about. No offense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like some lower <laughs> no level, offense. some C list, some D list <laughs> uh, characters. It's just cool to be able to see them walk around. Rare. Kids we love call them rare. Thing. Let's do some rare characters. Rare. That's rare. better. Yes. I mean, unique. it would be fun to have really rare and unique at the um, resorts because it would make people want to go there more. Hang out a little bit. Feel like they're yeah. getting their their it's money's like, oh, worth. Oh, really or like having this place. Maybe, or make people like see it and be like, well, maybe we want to stay here next time. Yes, you know, exactly. just saying. Just have Pocahontas like walking our wilderness lodge. I just feel like it fits. You know, I know. And like, just start belting out like, "Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue con moon?" <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, I'd jump the right in there with her and start singing. You know what I mean? And then you're I'd harmonizing be like, this is, next to her. This you're doing that where you're holding your life. ear, like you've got the earpiece yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, well, well, ow, ow. <laughs> got my Britney Spears mic on. So good. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look at my list here. Uh, the, I think the only other thing that we haven't really talked about is social distancing on the monorails. Yes, let's talk about that. Um, it's interesting because there are some monorails that they don't have those dividers in them yet. Oh, okay. I mean, it's possible they're in the process of getting all of them equipped, but so far yeah. I haven't been on a monorail that has them. I just see them going by. Um, now that I think about it, I think it may be just on the express line. So between the ticket and transportation center and Magic Kingdom, which I'm not normally on. I feel yeah. like I'm normally on the resort loop because we're always eating at one of those resorts. Right. And uh, maybe that's the difference. But anyway, um, I think that the loading areas, like the, the standing zones um, in the cabin are really nice. Because yeah. I want them to, to be full, right? I think it makes sense for efficiency to put as many people on there, right? Like a yeah. normal public transportation. But it would just would be nice to keep those like plastic walls up so that yeah. you're, like someone's body sweat isn't rubbing up against you. And that oh, gosh. is not yeah. even an exaggeration. That's It's very, very packed. And Honestly, uh, you know what would be kind of nice? If they would have like designated, like if they would change up some of the, like, hear me out here, okay? People are probably going to okay. be like, this is ridiculous. If they would change up certain cabins to make them more handicap accessible slash stroller accessible and try to keep people, like get more people with strollers on a certain one versus not so that you're getting more people on the ones that don't have areas for strollers. Does that make sense? Because you could, it, well, it does because for a cabin, let's say it's a, it's a non-stroller cabin or non-wheels cabin or whatever, however you want to phrase it. Um, I feel like the Tetris puzzle, like it's played as different versus like, okay, well now that there's a stroller or a scooter and they're yeah. like, it takes up room. It's, it's an interesting concept. I wonder if like the next version of the monorails will have wider cabins or like double sized doors, you know? The other thing that I think would really help with that is if they would basically make it same as the tram and you have to fold up your stroller. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's easier said than done and people are going to be like, you don't have kids. You're just being mean. I mean, but you have to do it on the tram. So I don't understand. Yes. Like, you would be able to get way more people in the monitor. Because, if I mean, think about it. Like, I, I understand, like, at the end of the day, like, kids are tired, whatever. But it's like, you get one stroller in there. That's, like, a spot for three people that could stand. It's Especially if it's up- the double wide. Yeah. You're talking, like, a if family of people a, can't go Yeah, on. if it's a double wide, like, there's no space. Um, and then especially when people have to get off at different stops, you're like, oh, the person with the stroller has to, like, get out so that you can get out. You know what I mean? Yes. I just feel like it's one of two things. Like either you have to fold them up or they change kind of the layouts of the monorails and they make it just more friendly for like those. So I don't know. I'm sure all the parents are going to come at me. Jen Drennan, just, <laughs> just hear me out. <laughs> yes. Well, I like to think that the concept, the main concept there is to make sure we're fitting in as much people in yeah. a way that makes sense. Because you also have to fold a stroller to get on a bus. That's an understood thing. You know what? Let's get triple decker monorails like but like <laughs> trains and buses and you can just this way i mean who cares if it gets windy those things aren't going to blow over <laughs> because they're 20 feet high right and let's just fit 
4,000 people. Like, the technology has to have advanced, like, somewhat since the monorails were built in 1970-whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have to have gotten somewhere where we figured some of these things out. Like, I don't know. I've just... It'll be interesting to see when they actually, if they ever, decide to build new monorails. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, there's been all those rumors. And now those, I feel like that's going to be last on the list because they are oh, hemorrhaging money basically left now, and right. Now, yeah, for sure. For um, sure. I only had, I had one other thing that I wanted to mention. And then I have a few that I'm on the fence about. I, I feel like there okay. are so many pros and cons that it's like a gray area for me. One other like kind of random thing is I really like the mobile check-in for table service restaurants at a table service restaurant now when you get there you don't have to go up to the booth um you mm. can put that you're here you can start at it might depend on the restaurant generally speaking i believe it's 20 minutes it used to be 30 but i think it's 20 now so let's say your reservation's at five o'clock you can go up there at 4 40 as long as you're in the vicinity say you're here you say how many people you're with like you confirm the number of your guests you let them know if you're traveling with any guests in wheelchairs or any other special needs you may have as well as food allergies. And mm-hmm. all of that happens without having to go up to the desk, which sometimes has a line of people, um, especially like yeah. the boathouse as an example, right? Like there's usually yeah. a queue of people up there. And then, you know, there are obviously other many popular Disney restaurants, but it's just so nice. And they, they'll text you when your table's ready. It's it's just really convenient. And I hope, yeah. I have a feeling that one's going to stay because that's like easy for them to do. But I hope yeah. that it does. Here's where Here's my suggestion for that though, because if mm-hmm. you're me... I'm not always going to trust that the system's going to work. So I think it would be nice to have a board, like a digital uh, board, where if you check yeah. in, it actually shows that you've checked in. Like it'll say, you know, McDonald, party of two, whatever. Like the party, it, all it says is your name and then the party. And yeah. then it's still like, I, you would still get a message when your table's ready, but it would be nice if next to your name, even on the board, it said your table is ready. So when you do check in, it tells you that you've checked in and you also get a text message confirming your check-in. So you're oh, right. There good. is a possibility yeah. of, of your phone going out of service. But I guess at that point, you could just go up to someone and be like, hey, it's been 15 minutes. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Um, but I think that'd be cool to have a little chart. Uh, that just reminds me of like the waiting room at a DMV or like you're in a, a doctor's office, but it's effective. Yeah. Um, okay. Look, real quick, two things I'm on the fence about. And you mentioned fast passes mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very torn about this. Because the regular queues go faster when there are no fast passes interrupting the flow right. of the normal queue. So that's like yeah. one thing to keep in mind. On the other hand, though, um, the nice thing about a fast pass is you're kind of like guaranteeing that you're going to go on an attraction, essentially, right? You're reserving right. a time, let's right. just say. So I know I'm going on Haunted Mansion today because I got a fast pass. So without the fast passes, you lose that and you're at the mercy of a queue, which is unpredictable to say the least. Although right now, sometimes in the middle of the day, Haunted Mansion will be 10 minutes. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Small World will be like 60 minutes and Haunted Mansion's 10. doesn't make sense. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, I love the idea of the queues moving quickly because you are waiting 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes on attractions now, but you're moving a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas you were waiting 60, 70 minutes on rides before and you just felt like you weren't going anywhere. And it's mental, right? right? Like it's you're waiting at the same time, but you have like less of a negative experience, I think if you're actually moving the whole time. Yeah. Um, and there's a chance that you might be waiting less than that. But I feel like with fast passes, it's like whatever the posted wait time is probably plus because if mm-hmm. there's an influx of fast pass people coming in, they're right. going to prioritize. And I understand that it just, it's at the expense of the, you know, the regular queue guest. Yeah. That's one. And then two, and hear me out on this, everybody. Okay. I'm a little on the fence about masks. I'm not okay. saying I don't want to wear one now. I do want to wear one now. I understand the importance of the now. I'm talking post-pandemic, like right. post-majority of Americans I thought about this too. I right? thought about this too. And it's like, well, man, if they can't do social distancing, physical distancing on the lines anymore because that's just not their thing, right? They're, they want people packed again because their capacity is at 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're not going to require masks, right? But it is kind of nice because people are really gross. And I didn't really think about how much contact I've had with other people's germs until it was all taken away, until it was all resolved. And now that's all I think about. And now I'm at the point where like, if there's more than two people there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm surrounded. And I was like, well, no, this isn't even like half of what it used to be. Yeah. I think that, I think that it should be normalized. Like my thing with the mask is it should be normalized in the sense of like, if you're not feeling great or whatever, I think you should wear a mask. Like if you have a cold, a cold is not like super contagious. 
You know what I mean? Like if you just have a common cold or whatever, or you're just not feeling great, just put a mask on. I think it should, yeah. that should be normalized. I mean, that's what they do over like in Japan and China. Like if you're sick, you put a mask on and then like no yes. one it, like, and now it's like, okay, we've all done it. So it should be normalized now. Like if you're just not feeling good now, does that, the argument could be like, well, it puts a target on you that you don't feel good. And then people think that you're whatever, but I, I mean, I just think it's going to take us a little bit of time to get to that point. But I think that that's where it needs to be. Like, hey, when you're not feeling good, like you need to just be wearing a mask. So those are some of the things we wish. Yeah. Let us know how uh, how we did, if you agree or disagree. Yeah, or if, if there's I, if ones we... that we've totally forgotten. I'm sure there's something out there that we that we forgot about. So I mentioned that I learned a, a, like a weird thing about Donald Duck, right? Oh, about, yeah. Um, yeah. So Nicole was, I don't know, doing something. And she came across the Donald Duck family tree. Family tree. Which I'm gonna be honest, I don't know about you, never really gave it any thought. I just yeah. thought, okay, there's Donald and Daisy, he's got people's got they've got some nephews mm-hmm. and nieces. There's Scrooge is like related yeah. to them, don't know how. So I will post this photo. I didn't make this tree. I will cite the source uh, when I post it, probably to our Instagram and stuff so you can see it. Mm-hmm. But I just thought you'd wanna know a couple of things here. Obviously this is a little silly, right? There is some like silly duck names on here. Mm-hmm. So we all know Donald Duck. So I feel like even though he's not at the bottom of the tree, that's a good place to start. But Donald Duck has a sister. Did you know Donald Duck has a sister? No. Here's the thing though. I didn't think about this either, but we know that he has nephews. So he right? obviously has to oh, have yeah. a sibling. That's true. That's what I said. I was like, oh, oh, wait a second. Duh, he's got Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So Donald's sister, Della Duck, D-E-L-L-A, Della, okay. Um, on every family, so I googled other family trees just to like corroborate a little. Like, okay, yeah. is this one true? And every family tree I found links Della Duck to an unnamed duck character. Like, so Della got busy with some duck, mm-hmm. and um, we don't know duck. who. We don't know who. So this is basically like Donald Duck's Jerry Springer or Maury going yeah. on right now. Mm-hmm. So Della hooked up with some duck, and uh, was given what and she then had Huey Dewey and Louie laid some eggs D- ducks lay eggs right yeah they do okay so uh Della Duck laid some eggs and out hatched the more you know <laughs> the more you know out hatched Huey Dewey and Louie mm-hmm. so Donald Duck and Della are sisters however and sisters brother and sister Donald and Della Duck obviously have parents they are I again not making up these names uh Quackmore Duck and Hortense McDuck Hortense. Now, Hortense, mm. by the way, love the name. Hortense McDuck is the sister of Scrooge McDuck, which makes Scrooge McDuck the great uncle of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> you heard it here first, right? everyone. You heard it here first. Breaking news. We've, we've fizzled, Breaking we figured news. out the puzzle. But Back to you, I do want to just quickly share some of the other names of the characters in this mm-hmm. family tree. Um, and I don't know what side they come from. There's just all kinds. I mean, we have, let's see, we have Abner Whitewater Duck. We have Gus Goose, which is great because you can play Duck, Duck, Goose with Gus Goose. Goose. Uh, Luke the Goose. Mm -hmm. We have Fanny Coot, which sounds like a way to talk about your like adult body parts with the kid. You can be related though and not be a duck. You could be a goose. Yes. Well, so um, over on the Cornelius Coot branch of this tree, went down to Clinton Coot, Casey Coot, and then Casey Coot was related to Fanny Coot, who met up with Luke the Goose. <laughs> Luke the Goose and Fanny Coot had a child named Gus Goose. So a goose got introduced. Oh my gosh. And then they had a child. Somebody. I mean, I guess it teaches diversity, but whatever. There's a lot I mean, of birds. On, there's well, a lot of birds. I don't know. Out they're there. all white. So uh, on, the, <laughs> well, on the duck side, we have Humperdink Duck. Mm-hmm. We have Angus Pothole McDuck. Where did they get oh, these? Mine, I don't know who McDuck. made this. Um, Downey O'Drake. So we got some Drakes. We got McDucks. Yeah. We got some Coots. Uh, Quagmire McDuck. Quagmire. Obviously a little promiscuous. Giggity. Um, and then like the oldest McDucks is uh, Hugh Seafoam McDuck. Sir Swamphole McDuck, which is what they called me in middle school. What did you we just call me? We also have Sir Quackly McDuck, Sir Stuffed McDuck, which is really <laughs> terrible because a stuffed duck would be like something. And then maybe the worst of all is Sir Roast McDuck because you could roast a duck. Yeah, that's true. Mm, interesting. Um, here's mm. something, a little Sorry, piece of trivia for you. Yeah. So where does Daisy fit into all of this? Yeah. So Daisy Well, Daisy duck, and Donald are a couple. 
they are a couple, but they are not married because Mickey and Minnie aren't married. Daisy and Donald aren't right, married. Right, no one's married, but they don't have kids. Yes. They don't they have kids. They just love each other. The thing about Daisy Duck is she happens to already have the same last name as Donald. So, <laughs> That's um, true. Well, actually, I think they're from the South, so it's okay if they get married. Um, <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. But, hey, now. So uh, Daisy Duck has nieces. Do you know the names of Daisy's nieces? Reese, Fleece, and Anise. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Reese. Um, what are they? Let me know. If you're someone that knows this, I will post okay. this as a question to our Instagram account because it is one of those trivia questions that Greg happens to know. All of the STEM, okay. by the way. So we had Danielle on last week for our cast member chat, and we were talking about how I was watching her TikTok account, and I learned that Donald Duck's middle name is what it is. And I feel like if you want to go see it, go to her Instagram account. Mm-hmm. You'll see it. It's Fauntleroy. But if you want to hear a little more information about Donald and why and where we found out his middle name and a little bit more about him, um, you can do so on her TikTok. But um, that was like, that had Donald Duck on the brain. And then when Nicole came across this, I was like, I feel like I'm learning stuff about Donald left and right here. Donnie, so man. Daisy has three nieces. If you want to show off that you know that, uh, you can do so. And I'll, I'll post a, a question and you can let us know. So a little bit more about Donald Duck. Now you can tell your friends at a party during a team building That's event right. at work if you want to share some things. Now you know a little bit more about D-Duck. You're welcome. And friends. That's right. Um, I guess I could have included that question in our trivia at some point because yeah. our next event is Epcot only. Um, so it really wouldn't fit in. One of the things we're giving away as a prize is a key fob from World Traveler Trading. Yes. And I did request a vintage Epcot key fob okay. from Stephanie as the one we can give away. So I'm excited about it because I think that's the coolest Epcot one. Um, if you'd like to see the full inventory of World Traveler Trading, you can click the link in this episode description. And if you do decide to purchase something, because there's some cool stuff to get, yep. be sure to use our special discount code. That Park Life. And save yourself some money. It's the best. Oh, boy. Um, if you've been living under a rock, perhaps you missed the big glaring headline that the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World has officially been announced. I mean, we knew Mm -hmm. it is the 50th, but we have some information about it. We know how long it's going to be. We know that it is now an 18-month celebration starting on October 1st, which is awesome because there is definitely a decrease in travel right now. Mm -hmm. So if you're kind of like waiting it out, you want to make sure you're there for the 50th, you have um, a year and a half of celebration time to get on in there and do that. All four parks are involved, and this is cool because we know that they have recently-ish, although this was like in June of last year, finished Mm -hmm. the um, upgrade to Cinderella Castle. Well, I call it an upgrade. Not everyone agrees. Some people don't like the color screen, and that's fine. You're allowed to be wrong. I like it. So um, I happen to like it, but I get get it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But um, they started that, and then now they're putting like those gold ribbon buntings Mm -hmm. on top of the spire. Such a such a Tops. good word, Greg. Bunting. I mean, I didn't make that up. It's in the article. Otherwise, They're I wouldn't know They're just gold that. ribbons, basically. Yes. I think it looks so cool, and I'm yeah. excited about it. I think it's actually going to make it look better, and I'm like, can we just leave that? Just leave it. I mean, because they yeah. give you the visuals of what it looks like, and I'm like, oh, I think that's going to look great. It's going to look great. I'm sure some people are going to hate have it even more. Mickey and Minnie with new costumes. And I mentioned Love all the four new costumes. costumes are getting involved because they're updating projections or like things that are mm-hmm. happening on all four park icons. Yep. Which is awesome. Well, I guess we're going to call Tower a Tower of the Park icon of Hollywood Studios right now. Um, They're doing projections there. They're installing lights and other, I think, some projections and stuff, too, on Spaceship Earth. And they're saying that it is permanent. That at certain times of the night, they're going to be, like, all lit at the same time, like, uniting the world. I think that's so cool that we're getting a permanent change out of the 50th anniversary. And I hope that more stuff comes out. If you've seen the logo for the 50th, um, they're also doing something lo- more locally in Florida. They're Disney's teaming up with the state of Florida or whatever, and they're having a 50th anniversary license plate being made available oh, cool. to drivers in Florida. Yeah. And part of the proceeds go to, I want to say, Give Kids a World. If it's not that, it's one of those types of, maybe it's Make-A-Wish. It's one of those things. It's are for a good gonna, cause. Are you going to get one of those, Greg? Yes, we I will absolutely We are the world. <laughs> it's cool. I want to Disney it up. Heal the world, make it a better place. That's their theme song. We'll try to share uh, more details as we can, mm-hmm. as uh, more stuff gets. Yeah, it was like this big announcement, but it was like, "We're gonna make things look different." That's all we're gonna tell yes. you right now. So everyone's like, "Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I guess, all right, sure." Like, 
make it happen. Let us know what else is coming. I'm sure it'll be like merch galore, but. I mean, I, I saw some headlines from those websites that want to sensationalize every, like, you know, a, oh, yeah. a mosquito enters yeah. the park at Magic Kingdom <laughs> and breaking new insects at Magic Like, you know, so some of them were like, you know, details about the 50th anniversary finally released and finally was in all caps. I'm like, finally, it's February. Right. October uh, is seven and a half months away. I guess they were finally like. Just, I don't know, just tell them that we're going to do a couple of these things and that'll hold them off for at least for a little while. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm I mean, over here like, forget about the 50th. I want to know when the People Mover is going to open. Okay, everyone? Yeah. Everyone needs to shut up. <laughs> I want to know when the People Mover is coming back open. <laughs> it has to happen eventually, right? Yeah. I mean, it's only a matter of Well, the tease, the tease of them like still doing it. Yes. They're get, they, know what they, they know what we want. They're not giving it to us. That's right. All right. Uh, let's go back in history. You want to kick us off? Listen, I feel like we have talented listeners out there, maybe more yeah. than what we realize. If you can please make a dance mix of this. This is yeah. the Imagination Pavilion music. I just want I want Beth to be able to dance to this one episode. So go ahead, do your magic. Someone, please make a remix of this. Anyway, give us a... a anyway, okay. Are you going to turn it down? It's still really loud. No, hold on. Wait a second. I can't hear you over... <laughs> yes. I think sometimes you'll like turn it down, but I'm like, it's still really loud to me, and I'm trying to talk... Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going all the way back to 2004. Do you remember 2004? Uh, yes. We were in college, whatever. Um, <laughs> this week was the last week that they had the 75 Inspirations statues, which were the tribute to Mickey Mouse. Do you remember these? No, honestly, I, I don't. I don't know all. if I went at a time where they were out. Um, but basically, they went on a U.S. tour after this. And I did find a, a news article from the time from allears.net, so I was just going to kind of read this. It, okay. there, were 70, there were 75 statues that were supposed to be on display at the Magic Kingdom until April, but they decided to remove them a little bit earlier, um, and then they were going to go on tour later on. But they were to celebrate Mickey's 75th birthday, so that's why there were 75 of them, and they were individual life-size statues of Mickey, um, oh. and they each had, like, artistic displays on them, and they were, like, lined up in front of Magic Kingdom, like, where the... You know, where everybody takes their picture in front of the train station. Yeah, they yeah. were, like, lined up there with basically, like, a you know, the ropes in front of them so you couldn't get past them. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Like, the statues were approximately six feet tall each. Wow. And they weighed more than 700 pounds. Wow. And, like, it was, like, a very wide variety of people. Like, Disney legends, artists, musicians, athletes, like, that did the theming of each of them. So, I was like, I don't remember that at all. But that's just a really cool thing that they did. You know what it was? It was before people posting everything. So, like, if you weren't there or if you yeah. weren't following, yeah. like, a, a very small, you know, group of websites, you probably didn't see it. That's true. I didn't even think about that. But I it's, like, one of those that. things that would have been very well documented on the interwebs. Oh, yeah. There'd so. be a lot of uh, influencers there trying to get you to but buy you can, something um, like that. Yeah, and you can look up pictures. They have, like, uh, this news article that I found, like, had a list of what each one was, like, which, the, which each of them were themed. Uh, but there were some photos of them, too. It was pretty cool. Top of levels, count on eight. I'm going to take us back to the year 1996. Ooh. So 25 years ago? 30? 25 years? Okay, 25. 25, 25 years ago. Disney Online launches Disney.com, a website designed to promote a wide range of Disney products on the internet. And believe it or not, I have a little sound of what that was like when the Disney website was launched. And there are some people who probably have no idea what that sound is. But some of us were just old, triggered. Kidding, by the way. That's, some of us were just very triggered by that. That's the old dial-up uh, internet Lord. sound. Disney.com. Uh, of course, we've got a quote to leave you today from the movie Moana, actually. So stay tuned. Well, stay tuned. But... Yeah, Moana. That was for you, Greg. <laughs> oh what was I that? haven't watched Moana in a while, and I'm... I need to watch it again. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while. That's just for you, dude. <laughs> I, you know what? Thank you. I'm not just for me. That's staying in this episode. Everyone heard that. 
So uh, <laughs> if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. Again, if you want to register to do our trivia night, now is your opportunity to do so. Do it. Um, I haven't mentioned, mentioned it in a while. If you'd like to send out a magic gram, if there's mm-hmm. someone in your life who needs a little pixie dust sent their way for free, free for you and free for them, just go to our website and click on the Send a Magic Gram link. We'll be able to send them a little a little care package, a little something-something from a the parks and the list. A little and a hey-hey. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there's some examples of what we'll send on your behalf just to put a smile on someone's face. They're on our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. If you like what you heard today, please like, subscribe, head over to iTunes or whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. Leave us a review over there. Very helpful. Got a few uh, new reviews there in the past couple of days. So obviously, uh, my little heart is warmed when I see those things, and Mm -hmm. it's nice to know. And it moves us up in the Disney podcast ranks, and this is a pretty full market of Disney podcasts. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate it. And of course, you can follow me personally at the Disney Greg. And I'm at the Healthy Hot Mess. And to leave us today, a quote from the chief. I don't know how to say the name, so I'm just going to call him the chief. The chief from Moana. (laughs) There comes a day when you're going to look around and realize happiness is where you are. (sighs) Okay, hold on. Tell me. Wait, go back. Tell me what the name of the chief is. I think I know what it is. Is it Tui or Twi? It's T-U-I. Tui. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Tui. Anyways. So I didn't want to be like insensitive to the Samoans. Yeah. That's Chief Tui. Chief (laughs) Tui over here saying these things. Anyway. Why does he got to be Southern, Greg? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I think that's all for us today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks yes. for listening. Let us know how we did with our things we wish. Disney that's right. Peach. And next we'll week is our Disney week. Resort rundown on Disney's Fort Wilderness Campgrounds and Cabins. Ooh, Ooh look at that. See you then. Yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs>